0: You're on the bench with Bird and Pete and this is our Friday Blitz. Now today we're going to talk about um, only the NBA Finals, but before I get into that, I just want to say that we're happy to be back. We appreciate all of the feedback and people that were saying that they, um, you know, missed the podcast and wanted us to get back to it. So we've decided to slowly but surely, you know, get back into the swing of things. So we're going to start with a Friday Blitz um, discussing the NBA Finals. So, just to do a little quick recap, to go back to our last podcast back in October, both me and Pete also said that we thought that the Cavs and the Warriors would be in the finals, and we both thought that the Warriors would win the finals. Now, this isn't anything in hindsight. This isn't anything, you know, after saying game one. That's who we picked. Now, just thinking back to, you know, both of their stories for the for the season, it didn't look like—it it, it got kind of rocky. Uh, I don't think it was ever a doubt in most people's minds that— Um, these two teams would be here. There were some people who thought the Rockets would beat the Warriors, and the the Rockets did take them seven games. That was a good series, but um, obviously the the, the Warriors won, so, you know, we're here in the finals. And then we get game one last night. Now, I must say, game one, I was thoroughly impressed with the Cavaliers and their effort and everything that, um, the the effort they all put forth. Um, It wasn't just LeBron. LeBron out; like, he was really impressive to me. Um, everybody that knows knows I'm not a, you know, I'm not a LeBron fan, but I will say that over the years I've grown to appreciate his game, you know, and I feel like I probably could be a fan of his if it just wasn't for, um, the constant comparisons. You know, I always say, let everybody be great in their own right. Stop trying to say that this person is better than the that person because at the end of the day, it's always going to be about preference. You know, whatever you prefer is who you, who are, who you're going to think is the best. So for me, I mean, LeBron's a great player. He, you could put him top five, top i I'm not arguing, you know, where he is. To me, he's just one of the greatest players that ever played. And last night, we all were able to witness that. And not only did he show up, but like I said, he got a lot of help from his teammates. Um, They played they, they played the Warriors really tough. They played them really good. I mean, they, they had their lead. The Warriors were on their runs. And then next thing you know, it's tied up again. So the game was really good, even up to the end. Just thinking about the last few minutes of the game, because that's basically all everybody is talking about, starting with the the overturned call, um, where they said that, you know, I think they called it an offensive foul on Kevin Durant first, um, and then they, you know, reviewed it and then changed their minds. Not changed their minds, but reversed the call. Now, a lot of people were upset because they even reviewed it, but I don't think that people can actually argue that it wasn't the right call when they did overturn it, um, because, LeBron wasn't set and if you actually look at it like in real game time it was hard to really tell it looked like bang bang when I kept seeing that replay LeBron wasn't set his feet wasn't set he was still moving to his left so that's not an offensive foul on Kevin Durant and you can be mad that they reviewed it but this rule has been in place now for about four three or four years so it's not like it's something they just pulled out their head In all sports, and most things, there's rules in everything, and we don't always agree, we don't always like them, but the rules are the rules. Um, Even Kevin Durant said after his game that he had a situation where it went against him in another game, and and they reversed the call, and it didn't benefit him. So I don't really see what the big issue is because the rule is the rule. When they reviewed it, they got the right call. Um, So granted, if they didn't do that, then the Cavaliers most likely would have won because I believe at that point, They were up by two, and I think the Cavaliers would have got the ball. But even still, they reviewed it, they reversed it, and then everything went how it went. So then you get down to the last play, kind of almost in regulation, where LeBron decides – LeBron gets the ball. I don't have an issue with him, you know, passing the ball to George Hill because he always makes the best basketball decision. And if you look at the still of that situation – I think it was like KD, Dre, and Steph. Like, they were all right in that vicinity. So, if if LeBron would have drove it, granted, he could have possibly got fouled. But you still got three. You're going against three people, possibly. So, why not make the best pass, which he did. And then I thought that was a dumb foul on, um, I believe it was Clay that made the foul. thought it was a dumb foul there on, on George Hill. But nonetheless, a foul was called. George Hill goes to the line. If he scores both. The Cavaliers are going to be up by one, okay? So he hit one, game's tied, boom. J.R. Smith grabs the rebound. I don't know what he was thinking about. I was even confused watching him the last couple of seconds in that game because I was trying to figure out w- what is he doing. You know, like like um, the Golden State Warriors players said, they thought that he was probably looking for LeBron. And I can see that, you know, like, like Dre said, I would look for LeBron too. Um, but then when he started, I, I was just so confused. And I don't think he knew what he was doing. And on the court, it did look like he said, I thought we were up. And that's a logical explanation if he thought he was they were up. But I don't give JR that excuse because JR is a veteran. So JR needs to be aware of what the score is and, and the positions that they're in. And then after the game, JR said that he did know that it was a tied game. Um he couldn't do a layup or try to do a layup or try to shoot because Kevin Durant was right there. So then he said he saw LeBron calling us. Basically, he thought, I guess he thought a timeout was going to be called. The timeout was never – it just was a, a crazy-looking thing. So in the end, you know, we went to overtime. Now, I think that – I mean, the Cavaliers, you know, they scored some points in overtime. But sometimes when things happen in a game, it can demoralize you and just take away, you know, everything. Like, just pull your heart out your chest. And – I'm not trying to accuse Cleveland of that, but I don't know. Maybe that JR play just affected them. Like, they were just like, like, why are we in this position to even be in overtime right now anyway? You know, and then in overtime, Golden State did, did what they needed to do, made the necessary steps and made the necessary plays, and they won the game. Now, when you look at how well Cleveland played, you have to also look at, some errors in golden state's game and a lot of people feel like golden state like i I, I, it bothers me when people say kevin durant is wrong the nba he's wrong the nba no he hasn't and if you have been an nba fan and you've been watching for years you would know that golden state is nothing new like i don't know why everybody is up and on like i I understand if you don't like the move that KD made but okay it's been over a year now he's been there for two years so at this point it is what it is like just like people had to get over LeBron's decision to go to Miami, I don't think anybody cared when he decided to go back to the Cavs. But I mean, it just it is what it is, and with time, people will, won't care anymore. And if you still will care, you know, then that's on you. Me personally, I just feel like at this point, the Warriors really haven't played their best. You know, Kevin Durant. Even in game seven against the Rockets, he didn't have his best game. But when you when a game ended, I believe he had thirty something points. You know, it's like a quiet, quiet scorn, a quiet impact. Kevin Durant's not being the, the dominant impact player that most think he is and that he should be. I mean, with his talent level, you you would expect him to be doing a little bit more, um, asserting himself more, I should say, in certain situations he does not. So in that case, as a Kevin Durant fan, it does bother me that he does that. And sometimes I feel like watching him play, he seems like he's just content with everything that happened last year because he was vindicated for his move. He doesn't seem um, – he doesn't play like he's hungry for more. Um, Steph looks like he is, you know. And I'm saying all this to say, they don't have Iggy. Kevin Durant still isn't the Kevin Durant that we all think or know that he can be. Steph is stepping up, you know – Like he normally does, and he needs to do for this team. I was, it got a little weary with Clay. I don't know how Clay's doing with his injury that he got last night, but he came back in. So hopefully he's okay for the rest of the series. But the scary part about facing Golden State is they're hard to beat anyway, right? So when you get them down, they're not the type that you need to give them other opportunities to because when they get other, other opportunities, they they know how to close the deal. You know, they've been doing this now for going on four years, so they know what they need to do to win a game. And that's probably the most disheartening thing if you're facing them is thinking, you know, like a game like Cleveland paid, played. Played so well, everything went right, played great, well enough to win the game. And then you don't win the game. Now imagine if Golden Win or if ever Golden State is on, if KD is on and Clay is on and Steph is on, and then you get Iggy back, that means that you're not going um, as deep in your bench early as you normally would because you have your sixth man, you know, your Hampton five or the death line up as Steve Carr has called it over the couple, over the past couple of years. So I think that last night may, I think last night, can give us hope that this series can be better than most people probably thought it was going to be. I'm still going to stick with the Warriors and, you know, winning the series, not because I don't think that, you know, LeBron can do it or anything like that. I just feel like one person is not going to win a championship. So if LeBron continues to get help, like he got last night, then this series can be as good as everybody wants it to be because we saw what happened last night. But then, Let's add on Kevin Durant being on and stuff being on and Clay being on and, and Iggy being in the lineup, and then you not having to go as deep in your bench early, and then you can use other guys for key situations and just you know certain situations. It 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 can be a lot to beat Golden State. Now I still think that Cleveland can win a game. Um, it can be. A, they can win game too. I, I feel like they can win a game in Cleveland. I can. I would even give them two games. That's how confident they made me last night, watching them play the Warriors. Now we can't have Jr. and everybody else under the sun, you know, going MIA. But that's just what it is. So overall, I I really 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 liked the game last night. Regardless of what people may think about my opinions, because I'm not a LeBron fan, I can appreciate good basketball. I can appreciate a good game and. As a person or a fan that has no dog in this fight, I don't care who wins. Like, I'm not going to be upset or be mad if LeBron wins. And I don't care if the Warriors win another one. Like, it doesn't matter to me because it's not the Lakers. So, in all, I don't know how long this series is going to go. I hope that the rest of the series is as good as um, last night's was. And one more thing I wanted to touch on was the Tristan Thompson thing. I did not think that that deserved to be a flagrant two when he, you know, went up for the foul or went to try to block the shot on Livingston, whatever he was trying to do. But I don't fault Livingston for what he was doing. Like, I I saw that Tristan took exception to him shooting a ball, but if you know Golden State and you heard all of them say, that's how they do it. They don't want to take the turnover. So that's not showboating. If he would have dunked it, if they would have tried 4-3, if he would have been taunting after the fact, I could see you being upset about it. But what are you mad for? LeBron just tried to block a shot. Um, and he, well, he did, he blocked Steph's shot and, and it was late again. Nobody cared about that. And then Steph and, and LeBron had words, which ended up being nothing because we saw them over on the sideline talking with their jerseys over their mouth. So, you know, they're cool. It's not even that serious to me. So with Tristan Thompson, after the flagrant two, he should have just left the court. Like that was a dumb foul. It ain't nothing you can do about that at that point. The game is basically over, but instead he gets baited in with what Draymond was doing. All Draymond was doing was clapping you know, he wasn't saying anything. I Well, I don't know what he was saying, but he didn't do anything to Tristan. And I whatever he was saying, the little clan clip that must have bothered Tristan. So he decided to take a ball and kind of like shove it in Draymond's face. I was glad that Draymond's teammates grabbed him because I didn't want him to react how he reacted against, Le, against LeBron a couple of years ago in the finals, which gave got him suspended. Um I feel like Tristan Thompson should be suspended because what he did he put his he basically put his hands with somebody I mean he threw the put hit them in the face with the ball like that's not acceptable and if Draymond did that to somebody on the Cavaliers I'm 100% sure LeBron fans or Cavalier fans would feel like Dre would need to be suspended so I'm just saying be consistent personally I don't care I thought it was funny I was laughing as I was watching it but I thought it was also pointless of Tristan to do that because you were already being ejected so that was just like crazy so now now it's the added on. Well, will he be suspended? Will he be suspended? It, it was, it's just unnecessary in a time when your team really needs you. Um, so overall, again, I appreciated the game last night. I hope the rest of the series goes this way. But Pete, what do you think? Um, Let me get
1: into this final wrap-up recap of game one. Um, this game was entertaining on so many levels. If you're a fan of the NBA, whether you're a diehard or a casual fan, it was entertainment from the opening tip until it was zero one o'clock. So, it's so many stories and side stuff. Like, the one thing that Bird missed was the whole thing with the Kendrick Perkins and Draymond getting into it when he was doing the little pom-poms calling Kendrick Perkins a cheerleader. That's your comedy right there. Um, we had suspense at the end of the game with J.R. Smith and My thinking just Jr. this is what I think happened. I think Jr. thought that once George hit the first shot, they was up one point. And then he intentionally missed the second shot so they can run out the clock. So that way the Warriors wouldn't get a chance to win the game because if you run out the clock and they're up one, you can't win a game. That's what I'm hoping he was thinking. I don't know how true that was or if that is even true in any way, shape, or form. So we got to kind of keep our eyes on that with him. Uh, I think other than that, that's pretty much it with just the whole jail thing. I'm not gonna spend a lot of time on it. It was a terrible play, made very little no sense. That's if you ask me personally, but we um, got to kind of just man. I don't know. You had to for me. You got to put more blame on George Hill. You're 80% free throw shooter with the chance to win the game, to tie the game, and to take the lead in the game, and you failed, and that's why you know I, you were brought there. You were brought there to be that veteran presence to make plays when it's time to make plays, and I mean, at the end of the day, you let them down. So, on to the next game. So, and I'm gonna get into LeBron's performance because. His performance to me was, it was just greatness. It's one of the, I'm not a LeBron fan, but I respect his game. And his performance, he was on from the start of the game till the end of the game. And then at once you got to the overtime, he seemed like he was kind of guessing. And plus nobody else on the team was doing anything to help him. So it was like, what do I do? So I, so there, that was crazy. Also, you got the Javale McGee. He played good for a couple plays, and then you know Javale went shacking the fool when he tried to put the dunk and got blocked by the run. That's more comedy for you. You had J.R. Smith just he he was doing J.R. things. This is outside of the end of the game turnover. I'm talking about when he dove at and when he dove for the ball and ended up knocking Clay down. Then you got when he tried to steal the ball from Clay. At the end of a quarter, at the end of the half, he ended up hitting a three, turning it up. So it's like, man, that just was crazy for me. I kind of think that the series is going to be, I still think it's going to be a sweep, but I think it's going to be a kind of pepper sweep. It's not going to be a blowout, 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 blowout. I think you're going to get three more games that's going to be exciting. I may be wrong, but... I'm, for some reason, I was thinking five, but I said, no, nah, I am just—I got a feeling this is going to be a sweet, like, LeBron's going to give his effort every game, and then as far as his teammates, we have no idea what they're going to do, if they're going to do anything. So, with that being said, I'm just looking for an exciting series, and what else? I'm trying to think, because there was so much going on in the game, I didn't even get into the whether it was a foul and it should have been called or not called. As a Ravens fan who got that that year, we played against the Patriots in the playoffs where you should know the rule book. Tyler, you should know the book. Don't say that that's not a real player for the game and you've never seen that done. It's been done before. You need to study your rule book. I mean, I understand that, you know, it's at the end of the game and it's effect, it might affect the outcome, which it did affect the outcome, but, the rule is the rule. Will they go back and to revisit and change the rule? Very possibly. I'm not sure. I'm pretty sure that they're going to take a harder look at it now. But on, babe, you can't blame that. Like, there was too many other different things throughout the course of that and then, for those who don't know, the two-minute report came out and there was a whole bunch of stuff in there as far as what wasn't called fails, what should have been called and if I'm a Cleveland fan, I would be very upset right now but I mean, y'all did play a good game. To me, one of your biggest surprises was the effort off the bench with Nance. He provided some energy, some spark, and He was getting offensive rebounds and put back tips, which really helped them. Like, those offensive rebounds were... And they beat them... I think, I think they were up maybe 16 to 18 more rebounds than the Warriors, and that's why the game was so close. They were out-rebounded. Let's see if Kerr will make any adjustments. Let's see if Lou makes any adjustments. Let's go deep into his bench. Maybe Hood might get some more minutes. Um, I don't know. I mean, they play good, but can you really rely on LeBron to keep giving you forty, fifty a night? Because eventually, that's going to wear down him. Like Durant didn't have his most efficient game. I think he was eight of something. So just imagine if he has a more efficient night to where he's scoring thirty, and that's LeBron has to play defense on him or maybe Jeff Green or if Green gets in trouble you put LeBron on him or you just rotate different things. So, as a Cavs fan, I definitely would be happy with how the game went, but you kind of got to take your expectations down just a little bit. We're like, okay, I need more help from other players. Like, he shouldn't have to put up this many points. You have an all-star love. Love played. He put up his thing, but, like, you had to get more contributions from other players. And Jordan Clark said, He just went, he just was just jacking up any and everything. I don't know what he was thinking. I don't know if he was trying to be the hero, but he was like, what, one to ten? I'm like, come on, man. Like, yo, this is not the time for that. I know you want to be, you know, make the big shots and the big moments, but baby, just say, this is not for you. This is, this is too much for you right now. But I guess other than that, it was, it was good. It was a good game we got overtime. I know a lot of people were bored with the playoffs for the first couple of rounds. So, oh, it's blowouts. Every game's a blowout. This wasn't a blowout. This was a good game at the overtime. I believe part of it because both teams did get pushed in the previous rounds going to game sevens. So, I think this upcoming game will get a – I think we'll get a high – I think we'll get a fast-paced game. I don't know if it's going to be as high as scoring because they tend to – probably both make adjustments on defense moving forward we'll see if Iggy play um Kevin Love isn't getting suspended because he was already on court I figured that anyway he was already on the court before the foul on Tristan was called so it wasn't like he went on off on off he was already on and once he seen things start to go to the left he said all right he got off the court now as far as Tristan I think he only got a $25,000 fine should he've been suspended I'm going to say yes, just due to the fact that if it was Draymond that did that, he would have been on people that would have been calling for. I'm a person that is consistency, equality, fairness. Hey, if you want, like, remember, you didn't do this on him, so now if somebody else in the series does the exact same thing or something similar, you can't suspend him because you sat in a bad precedent. And I figured the Kevin Love thing wouldn't happen because earlier in the regular season, I think everybody remembered the whole thing with Westbrook coming off the bench and all he got was a fine. So it is what it is. I'm hoping we get three good games. I know some of y'all wanted to go all seven. Some want to Cleveland win. Some want to the Warriors win. Me personally, I I want the Warriors to win, to be honest, just to see what the rest of the league does, just to see how things go, see if other people are going to turn into the rock and say, you know what, we're going to actually try, because I hope that happens, because you need that. You need that. You need other people to say, you know, we're not going to sit by, Sitting on our hands to say, oh, we just want to keep letting them win. We're going to actually put a team together. So I want the Warriors win. And then I want to see how the rest of the league reacts. Because right now it's Warriors, Rockets, Cavs. That's it. You might want to say the Spurs. You might want to say Boston. But once we have to see both of them teams have full health on into the next season. And if that's the case, then, I'm, hey, it's five teams. But right now it's three teams that I say actually have a shot at winning. And I want the Warriors to win so everybody else in the league can step their game up. That's it. Nothing more, nothing less. No hard, no, no no foul. That's what we want. That's what I want as a fan. I don't know about you guys, but that's what I definitely want. So, we'll see how it goes. Well, thank you all for checking out on the bench with Bird and Pete. This is our Friday Blitz. We'll be getting back into the studio. We're going to give you all more heat, slowly but surely. But definitely... Check us out every Friday. We want to come at y'all five topics that happen in sports that we Just then discuss that social. I mean discuss on social media at work, barbershop, and we just want to give our opinion on those. And we appreciate y'all feedback. Go to Apple Podcasts on the Bench for Bird and Pete. We on Instagram on the Bench Sports on Twitter on the Bench Be More. You can follow us on Facebook at On the Bench for Bird and Pete.